0: Elder Scrolls Podcast. Here are your hosts, Bob Chichensky and DogBark24. Welcome everyone to episode 66 of the Red Diamond Courier. I'm here with you as always, Bob Chichensky. Here with my good, good friend, Dog Bark 24 my dude. How are you doing this fine week? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm doing good. Thank you for asking. And special surprise, we have another guest here with us this week. Our other good, good friend, Grammaton Dryad, my dude. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for joining us. Happy to be here. And we brought Graham because uh, we got to play with him a good deal during the oh so awesome Midyear Mayhem Festival that just went on. And uh, if you thought that you're going to get through Midyear without us talking some freaking Midyear, well, that's just never going to happen. So we have a uh, full, jam packed Midyear, best Midyear moments of this most recent one episode for you and uh gram was there for some awesome uh pvp times so he's joining us we got uh some fun stuff to talk about that we did throughout these last couple weeks and uh just all the madness that mid-year was it was honestly it was a great time but we're, we're gonna get into it so anyways we do have some other new stuff uh coming out here so i'm gonna let dogs start us off with that and we'll go from there
1: all right well as far as like the news goes uh pts is dropping on monday and there's also a new incremental patch for pc so we're going to see what else they fix with like the companions and stuff and then eso live happened yesterday came up out of nowhere i uh I was like, oh, I wonder what Bethesda is life with and it was ES Alive. Like, oh, okay. I didn't know that ha- that was a thing, but I guess it's a thing. It uh feels really
0: soon. I don't know why. I mean it was just like them talking about some of the some of the stuff. But you know, you, you just you're just out of the loop, dog. I'm just kidding. Probably. That makes sense. <laughs> you're too focused on Lyranth, man. You need to get everyone else but so the pts that's gonna be the 12th if i'm correct yeah july 12th uh coming out so that's exciting what does that mean we have probably got like four weeks six weeks till the the uh next dlc drops yeah at least probably over a month so yeah that makes sense all right So make sure if that's something you guys want to hop in and check out you get that PTS downloaded if you are like me and you're in a storage crunch at all times and clear some space. Um, As far as update 31 and all the stuff that they're going to talk about in those patch notes, they did give a combat preview um, and it does go a little bit in depth it's got all kinds of interesting stuff and uh by any means uh reading this it's clear that there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on in the next update in update 31 pertaining to combat so uh dogged has gone through this and picked out all of the important parts so uh dogged i'll just give it right back to you my man
1: all right, well, this is a update 31 comment preview by Gilliam. Um, compared to previous updates, the amount of damage is higher across the board than it was previously, but simultaneously defensive power is lower too. This is mainly caused by the two things, the uh, balance standards in Champion Point 2.0 and update 29, and the boosting up of stats on fresh characters with uh, with the introduction of base weapon and spell damage and the base maximum resource adjust- adjustments in update 30. And that's actually a part of the reason why bombing and no CP was actually a thing. Whereas previously, like you had to be like perfect on like everything. Whereas now you could mess up a little bit and you're, you would still have a good bomb, no CPVP. Yeah, cool.
0: they were, they were definitely getting some bombs off. I was impressed. Yeah, that's all because the CP changes
1: and all that, which is awesome. Yeah. The main adjustment in update 31 will be to battle spirit and focuses on the damage taking portion of it. So it, it'll increase the base character takes by 60% less damage instead of 50%. So. And this kind of makes sense on paper, but in reality, I don't really think that we need it because for the most part, if you're gonna die, you're gonna die. If you're not, you're not. And that extra 10% is gonna be really annoying because now those werewolves in ball groups are gonna be 10% harder to kill, which is not fun.
0: Yeah, honestly, I feel like even my build that I have with the uh, gaze of Sithis and everything, it's a little, little tanky. So like, I don't really see why making more, like increasing the percentage The less damage we take. I I don't know. 60%? Like, that's so high. Is that really necessary? I guess we'll find out. But yeah, like you said, especially like uh, werewolves and stuff. That stuff that is already annoying to fight is going to get, like, just that little bit. Even more.
1: All right. They are also making some changes to the Prismatic Weapons and Fighter's Guild passives. Um, nothing really too major as, uh, as they are not really the greatest and they don't really help that much. So I think they're trying to make it more, uh, useful. And they are also adding new
0: slotted stars in the fitness tree, which is your red seed tree. That's nice. That's good to see that they're just going to keep pumping out stuff for the champion point trees.
1: Yeah. Especially since, uh, the red CP, I don't really like using like there's three that I really like and then the fourth is like eh I don't really know what I want because a lot of them involving break free and chances are if I'm gonna get stunned in at least PvP, I'm probably gonna die. So Yeah. They are changing Pelano's aptitude to Pelanol's wrath. I'm guessing that there will probably be a change to the fifth fifth piece bonus of it. Um there were a few angry people on the forums, which uh I guess it's just normal forum stuff but uh i was like okay i i try to look into it more and like i couldn't really see what else they're talking about except for that they're going to change it so it was interesting don't know why people are angry
0: but people are always angry oh yeah man you change then you're gonna find people who are angry especially on the forums
1: Uh, There will also be some targeted buffs to niche areas around the game where they they currently feel are lacking, like two-handed abilities to stick in melee encounters and offer comparable sustainable damage in PvE. And I don't know, but clearly Gilliam has never been stampeded to death or watched someone get stampeded to death while fleeing combat on their mouth.
0: It's some pretty gruesome stuff, so... Oh, yeah, but that's in PvP, so, (laughs) I mean, they're saying they're going to make it comparable to that in PvE, right? But that's sustainable damage. I think that's,
1: like, two different things. I I wonder if you'll see
2: uh, less dual-wield bow and maybe some more two-handed for PvE builds, because it's rare that you see two-handed in PvE builds for Stam.
0: Yeah, that's like a no-no, like, when you get judged when you do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, that's good that they would open the door for uh, that to be a, a potential, but also, do not Stam have enough options? Like, come on, we need more for the <laughs> magic, man. And then the big one, Sneak and in
1: Invisibility. They are going through many abilities and sets and they're going to determine if uh, something should pull you out of stealth or not. So like if you're in like, so if you crouch down, you're hidden. If you press like your radiant regeneration, I think that currently pulls you out of stealth. But if you use the uh ability, whatever that's called, that does not pull you out of stealth. So they're going to go and see like, all right, this should, should this
0: pull you out of self? Should this not pull you out of stealth? And yeah. Oh no, cool. man! So all these things is shine huge lights, and I'm like, man, this should take me out of stealth. Now it's probably going to. It might, or it might not. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. They clarified what a sneak attack is and
1: what it is. It's anything that is made from a hidden state and what it does. Which so is uh, if you do a sneak attack. It's a guaranteed crit strike. It does 275% bonus crit damage against monsters if melee. It's a 40% bonus crit damage against monsters if it was ranged, and then it stuns the targets if it's a melee attack. For player abilities, the only thing that will break stealth or, invis- or invisibility will be direct damage. Crown control, such as stuns or immobilization, or revealing effects such as extra hunter, mage light, or revealing flare. So,
0: How am I supposed to do direct damage <laughs> to an invisible opponent? Like, what you mean when you're
2: invisible, you can't be targeted? Oh <laughs> man, direct damage that's
0: gonna be impossible. Yeah, like, <laughs> uh, crowd controls that are specifically. Or, right, well, just all crack controls because I'm thinking of, like, AOE ones. That I guarantee that I have s- several
2: times seen an invisible person stuck in talons, but they're invisible still while <laughs> stuck in talons. So... I've definitely well, maybe seen I'll fix that, that. <laughs> I also they know from that. my current mid-year experience that Expert Hunter, <laughs> even, like, when a Nightblade seemed to be, like, within the five meters... And I get, I don't know if it's supposed to work like anytime they're within five meters of you while that eyeballs active, it's supposed to unstealth them, but it seemed like only when I casted it, would it work? And even mm-hmm. then it only worked like maybe 30% of the time. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if the other ones have a wider radius than five meters, but it was really hard to uncloak night blades using those skills.
0: I think Mage Light may be a little wider, but I can't say that for sure. If it is, it's about like one meter. Something. Oh, okay. I was feeling yeah, It's like not it significant. Clear. Hmm. So, yeah, Nightblades, uh, you listen up, because things are getting interesting for you.
1: But, uh, yeah, that means the player damage over time abilities will no longer remove targets and stealth or invisibility same thing as with the area of effect based damage over time will also no longer pull him out of self but it'll still do, still do damage so if you stand in a meat bag and you're invisible then you're probably going to die because meat bags are bad especially when they're invisible no one likes an invisible meat bag
0: which Dude. was plenty of this this mid Yeah, I was going to say I'll save it for it but oh my god <laughs> invisible meat bag yeah wow I do
2: know that some, like when you do some initial AOEs, like uh, Wall of Elements, when you do the slam, the very first hit is direct. Okay. I believe. But so there are some AOEs that will do direct damage, but then like the duration that it lasts, it won't. Which might mean that you, in order to actually uncloak someone, you're going to have to just spam a skill that might be an AoE, <laughs> but not use the like dot effects of it. Right. But, but they'll just dot roll two times and then cloak again. So it won't True. matter. It, yeah. Yep, that's it.
1: <laughs> yeah, there will also be now a short window when entering stealth or invisibility where player single target attacks made against them will no longer cancel the activation or strip the effect. So currently if you like Cloak, I guess you can. There's a chance that like the attacks will miss or something. I don't know.
0: Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, I've seen that, but now it's not gonna happen. So there you go, even better for the night. Yeah.
1: In summary, they hope that this improves both using and fighting against self invisibility in ESO by improving the consistency of the experiences. Some patterns and strategies may better evolve. So, uh, pretty much what this actually means for stealth is that you know, Templar jabs are no longer going to be a hard counter to Nightblades, as only in the initial hit is considered to be direct damage, and everything else is like, uh, considered what is it, damage over time. So, I mean, it's only like you first hit every like two seconds only counts. So, you can no longer protect yourself in AOE from a cowardly Nightblade. Which, you know, it's about 75-, 75% of
0: Nightblades in PvP. So I could probably duel you so much better now on Xbox. Yes, on your Nightblade, yep. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Um, You can no longer use a week to protect yourself from a bomber, unless if, you know, like we said, or like Cram said, uh, you just spam it.
0: Or like um, if you're a necromancer like me, and you have the totem that's every two seconds pops off of fear. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's but those true. will be invisible until they get feared. And if they are a yeah. CC lock yeah. or they use the uh, immovable,
0: right? Yeah, movable pots that won't stun them. So, oh, that's true. And true. Pots and that's smart thing to do.
1: Yeah, if you use Mage Light or Expert Hunter, then you know, you know, like Graham also said, it doesn't work most of the time. So, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they true. probably I, have to fix that skill or make the radius larger, maybe a bit I, of both. I literally it took several clips of like
2: it should work right now, but it's not working. Look at it not work. <laughs> and then one time when I was pretty sure it wasn't gonna work, it actually did work. So it does it's not a hundred percent fail, but it definitely feels like it. it. I mean, I didn't take hard data, but I'm I'm pretty sure it was less than thirty percent of the time. Like I would literally be on top of a night blade because I just like gap closed them, and then spammed it. So I know I was within a pretty close distance, and I would say within the five meters. But then just they disappear, and then you just lose them,
1: and it's annoying. Yeah. Hopefully, one of the changes that they'll like also include is that like, they'll make a uh, cloak be more lined with with a streak or roll dodge, and the more you cast it in a certain time, the more it costs, because. Yeah, spamming cloak is not fun. Same thing with, you know, trying to chase someone and spamming streak, it's not fun. So. I I
2: think that's a great idea. Like streak is pretty hard to beat, but the increased cost, you know, means that eventually if you were to persist, you might, but you might not. Same thing for stealth would be a really nice touch because they can keep stealthing and run away from you. They just have to find the right, you know, tree or berm or mountainside or rock or whatever to get the resources back. But at least you have a chance if they try to gank you in an open field.
0: Yeah. So you're saying there's a chance. Then that's what I like
2: to hear. I like the chance because right now I usually feel like I don't have a chance against Nightblades.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see how all that uh, goes down Dog sounds very upset about it, because it's like a nerf for his Templar against Nightblades, but what are you going to do? Uh, die to Nightblades more often. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and I will play a nightblade more often. I'm just kidding. Maybe I will, though. So, now that we are through all that, you can be excited to hear more and, uh, well, read more for yourself as the patch notes come out as we said monday july 12th hopefully you are listening to this the sunday prior but that's the only potential day that it could be prior so <laughs> there you go um let's hop right into our serial scores and then we could get into some of our memories from this year's major mayhem so right off the bat pcna Greyhost. Big campaign, 30 days. There's only nine days left. We've got DC in the lead, and it is very close, coming right down to it within the last uh, 10 days here. So they're at 65,288, and right behind them, Ebonheart Pack, only 33 points behind, 65,255. So that is two impressive scores. We will see what comes out of that. AD is bringing up the caboose, 64,984. So they're not far behind, only 300, and anything could change in the big campaigns like that. So make sure uh, to get in there. Fight for your faction here in these closing days this last week. And on EU, we've got AD in the lead with 71.1% dc in second 63k and Evan pack pretty close behind them again 62.7k so yeah good battles over there on pc after uh, all the mid-year madness has subsided and dogged how are things going over there on xbox
1: well for xbox and made the campaign we set during mid-year and uh, it wasn't so good for DC because uh, Greyhose, we started like the first day pretty much skated by both red and yellow, they were angry at us for winning so many
0: campaigns from the previous month. So, well, that's how it goes, especially when it ends during the <laughs> year, yeah. So, you have AD
1: in first with 18.7k, EP in second with 18.6k, and DC in last with 605 k and then on Xbox EU we have EP in first with twenty point three k DC in second with fifteen point seven
0: and AD in last with a uh, fourteen point seven k. And on the PlayStation side of things we've got uh, in NA AD is leading twenty six point five k DC is in second with nineteen k Ebenhart Pack is in last with eighteen k and. In EU, we've got DC in the lead, 23.6k, EP in second with 21k, and AD in last with 19.6k. So overall, I'd say it's, uh, it's pretty even uh, even spread there. But mainly surprised to see Hart Pact only leading one overall. That's uh, pretty interesting. Yeah, 80 really stepped up their game this week. Yeah. the last maybe. couple of weeks. Yeah, like through mid-year, really got them going, maybe. Yeah. Alright, so, before we get into our favorite memories of this year's mid-year, we, of course, want to remind you all that we are part of the oh-so-wildly-popular Robots Radio Podcast Network and... Through our network and uh, all these other things. If you go check out our show notes, you can find links to all of the awesome sponsors that we and the network are sponsored by. And you could not only get a kickback to our podcast, but you could get awesome deals for yourself like 15% off your first loot crate or a free month when you sign up for your first at Gamefly. And you know we're coming into fall. All these great games are going to be coming out. You may as well get ready to get your free months going. So, go check all that out and make sure you check out robotsradio.net to find so many other great, great shows.
1: My name is Brian Burton. It's been
2: 26 years since the bombs fell. Since I've left the vault, I've been trying to rebuild.
1: This isn't the Appalachia that I remember. There's so much more to everything going on.
2: And I promise to find the answer. So if
1: you're out there, if you're listening, just hone in on these coordinates. Remember, there's a place for you at the end.
2: Omega. The Omega Broadcast Fallout Story is available on iTunes, Spotify, and many great podcasting sources.
0: All right. So, my friends, it was mid-year, man. That was freaking awesome. We were so enveloped in it, we couldn't even record. We just had to keep freaking, uh, keep playing there. Yeah, it was uh, fun the final 10 days. Yeah, I wish it was longer, but it's okay. I guess it was was a long enough time. As long as they keep giving us two a year. Yeah, two years is nice. One in the, you know, beginning, one in the middle. I like it. So, speaking of the one in the middle, that is where we just came out of a good old, it was almost a true mid-year Mayhem, so that was kind of cool. Uh, how do you want to start it off, dog? Why don't you uh just go ahead and jump right into it? Tell everyone some of your favorite times here. How did you start your year? Well, you know, it was like day
1: one of Mindy or Mayhem, and uh, I farmed a bunch of ad with Graham and his brother in law, and that was pretty much what we did on Xbox and then on uh, yeah. I uh, I remember tweeting about that, too, because like, yes, you know, that's exactly what people said I should do. You know, like I warned people, but they didn't listen. So.
0: Yeah, that's true. You you
1: definitely did. warn
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. I was there for it.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's a classic mid-year moment when Dog is farming AD or has some iconic memory of
1: something with A D, you know, javelin them off of towers and stuff. Yep. Yeah, there wasn't anything iconic this, you know, this mid year, but I did farm A D. And a lot of EP actually, which is a bit weirder, but Well at least
0: you still got some farming in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, living out there in the in the Midwest. Got a lot of farming to be done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was playing on my sampler
1: for a lot of this mid year, which is pretty nice because previously my sampler has been bad and it sh- and it felt bad and it should have felt bad, and it, but, smelled bad. Uh, it smelled bad, it smelled really bad too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have found a dots build and I liked it, and I actually have uh, some sustain, and that's awesome because that was my problem with the uh sampler. Whenever I was playing it before, I just didn't have sustain, and it was garbage. I could put out damage for like 10 seconds, and then I was out of stamina, and then I was dead. And that was (laughs) that life. (laughs) Um, A few good moments on that is uh, I knew that there was a blade coming around, and I actually used Revealing Flare because of a flex spot. So I spammed a revealing flare and I was just standing in it, waiting for uh, the knife blade to me, because you know that's what they do. It's all what all assembly sue is They're gonna ambush you, you with <laughs> an end cat So he tried, he it uh stunned him. I hit him with a uh, my with my ult and I spammed executioner on him until he died, which is really just twice. It was it was it was a fun yeah. moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. The stand blade man. In cap ambush, it's a no brainer, you know, it's coming and you still yep. can't stop it sometimes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's weird because, like, he stunned me and in capped me, but he was also stunned, so they're just staring I, at each <laughs> other. <stunned>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, many people, both on BC and Xbox, uh, learned that they were messing with the wrong quester, and it got to the point where on Xbox, uh, a bunch of people were whispering me or jumping in on our like alternate character to be on like DC with me. And they're like yelling at me and saying like, I'm only ganking towners. It's like, no, I'm doing the quests. Okay. I am doing the quests. You try to take the town. That is not okay. You killed at least four covenant soldiers and you turned the flag to some shitty color, right? That's not okay. Someone has to turn that flag back and I don't want to do it. That takes too much time. So they have to die. And for the most part, it went like this you know, EP tries to take the town. EP dies at the town, and their body gets scattered all over the town. And now EP gets a nice long ride back to the town that they want to go to. And then I turn in my quest. I go do another quest. They come back, and I get to kill them again. It's fun.
0: Yeah, you think they would learn after the first time, you know, like, oh, just show up, do the quest, don't take the town. Yeah. But no there's, insist. There's one time where I
1: made it all the way to Croftford. I did like all the other areas and uh I was on my blue and we didn't have anything here at Cropsford at all. So I was just doing it, I doing doing the stuff, I was killing some reds. Eventually the entire red server came by. And I was like, okay, I can't take a hundred EP on, and at least thirty of them bagged me. Like, okay, that's like that's a bit excessive, but okay, right? <laughs> uh. I, I killed at least four of you, so quite yeah, the compliment, <laughs> And then for the last day, you know, uh, we started off farming AD with you know Graham, and the last day I farmed AD with Bob. So that was fun. But this time it was their fault because they just kept on coming back to Bruma. Like they could have did any town. They had all the towns, but no, they just wanted
0: to go to Bruma. Silly yellows. Classic yellow mistake. Yeah. Especially when they keep dying. Yep. Yeah. And that's pretty much it for me. All right. So pretty much dog killed a bunch of yellows. And red. And, and red. Yeah, and, and then I got zerked down by the entire EP server, and he deserved it all. He deserved all the tea bags, <laughs> all thirty of them. Well, dog, thank you for sharing, man. That was definitely a fun mid year. It was cool getting to play on PC uh, for this mid year. Although I think we were on PC last mid year too, but we didn't have a lot of time to play. So, anyways, Graham, you are. Uh, special guest here man why don't you uh, tell us all about your mid-year experience well it
2: was uh it was it was cool it was different because uh the last mid-year like you were just saying like pc we didn't really get to play much last mid-year was uh during a time where i just didn't have as much free time so i barely i pretty much got like tickets i didn't really get to enjoy it as much um and then uh I had not been playing as much. So my, uh, all my characters had their CP since the CP change and like all their skill points undone. So Um. I didn't really have any characters ready. Like I had barely gotten my, uh, Xbox PVP character ready, um, in time, but I tried a bunch of different characters and builds and stuff on PC. Uh, and I still had a great time, even though none of them felt right. And like, they all needed tweaking. Um, but I don't have any like huge, m- like big memories from my PC experiences. It was just in general fun. Um, normally there's like either like a really intense, uh, defense or like a huge tick or like an intense, like a uh, small group versus Zerg or whatever. Um, but all those experiences for me were on Xbox. Um, I, uh, I also played a Stamplar on Xbox. Um, I had, uh, a ridiculously good build it was uh essentially deltia's uh Stamplar build uh which was weird because i was looking around a bunch and a lot of the way other people's builds were weren't quite my style hmm. um so i ended up there but uh i'm pretty sure the gaze of sithis is gonna get nerfed because that <laughs> is ridiculous because I had that on my Stamplar and I just went on tears. <laughs> yeah, I remember like yeah. an open field fight. I think it was the same time we were, uh, dogs talking about farming yellows. And I was just, um, stampeding from one, um, <laughs> cluster of yellow to the other to like teleport to the weak guy and then just jabbing him down. And, uh, I think I kill I did like my 20 like players or like Templars or something literally in one push from a keep to a camp. Um and then another time defending Chalman, um I completed over 30 kills for my like conquest just and with the Cold Harbor Ballista defending the inner door against Reds.
0: Um oh it was God.
2: nuts. I got like six or seven K Alliance points just from the kills at that doorway. Um, but it was nuts, but the highest thing probably for me was the like last day of mid year. Um, I'm not a big battlegrounds person, but, uh, I need like tickets for the last couple of days and all the campaigns, the queue times were really long, or they were really bad for blue. So I went and did, uh, some battlegrounds for my, uh, quests for tickets and i had the best battleground in my life it was uh domination so it was just like the different flags and i just kept doing what i was doing in pvp uh, in cyrodiil except uh against teams but i was so used to fighting zergs and huge groups that uh fighting three to four people even at a time felt like nothing and i walked out of that battlegrounds with 41 kills and like 22 assists and no deaths, and uh, I played the crap out of the objective, and it was uh it was it was gnarly, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, and this is why Templars the best class in ESL, right?
0: <laughs> oh, you freaking Templars! It's hard to argue though. I mean, the uh, you know, stats show for themselves. Yes, they do. But I'm just like, man, dude, that battleground is still I saw the picture of it and I was just like, wait, no, this has to be fake. <laughs> like, there would <laughs> be no way. Uh, yeah. I knew that I had performed real
2: well on that, but when I get, when I got out and I saw the screen, I was like, Is that real?
0: Did I really not <laughs> die?
2: Oh my gosh. It was crazy. It was crazy.
0: Yeah, I could see how putting the gaze of this on a stampler, that's that's just cheat mode right there. <laughs> you guys are gonna be the reason why I can't run the gaits to sit this anymore. <laughs> yeah, and I think in the battleground I was all out of good potions. I think I was just using trash
2: Stam, which wow. is even more amazing. I didn't use immo- immovability or anything, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was a good mid year. Um, it was good. I, I had a few really solid moments, but it was fun. It really it, it's. It's mid-year is so special because it really, you have these really cool high moments and it really pulls you back into the game.
0: Yeah, it really does. Like if you have the love for PVP at all, then you're going to have some kind of moment like that where you're just like, gets you freaking pumped, man. You're just like, dang, I could, I could do that all day long unfortunately it never seems to go always that way all day long but hey when you got the freaking right build i've seen dog pull off some games in a row where it's just like geez dude chill out but i'm glad you also got to enjoy mid-year man glad you got to play a bit more this time that was pretty cool and uh we all got to play together so that was pretty cool yeah how about you and do you have any fond memories of your uh necro Yeah, so I did get to have all kinds of fun on my Necro. I tried to go back to Xbox a little bit, too, but I was just so focused. I really wanted to get my uh, campaign alliance rank to, like, a respectable point. I didn't want to go, like, super insane, but I was pretty low down there, like 17 or 16, because I only, you know, plowed through it, got Emperor, and then I was like, alright, whatever. And I hadn't really PVP'd since. So I was hoping to get to the moons. But I got to the one right before. on At the end. So that was pretty cool. I did end up scoring quite a few million. Um, which is always nice. I actually. For the most part. Um, if I wasn't like running with you guys. I was mainly just running solo. And just hopping around. And uh, I was having such a great time. Just doing all these huge fights in Greyhost, like, PC Major Greyhost, like, oh my god, that was packed, that was reminding me of, like, early, early days of ESO PvP, where it's just fights that don't even make sense, it's just, like, 100 on 100 fighting at a castle, like, you don't even know what you're hitting, you don't even know what's happening, you're just shooting siege and everything. And one of those fights that was definitely the best one, it was like, I had a couple hours before work, and I was like, alright, I'm going to play, I was like scoring all morning, and then Ash got flagged, and I was like, alright, I gotta go defend Ash. And this was not just any defense of Ash, this was like a hundred plus ad outside the front door and uh by the time i get there they're like inside and we push them out and they're like pushing back in and they're like on the flags at a point and we get them out and this is all within like the first 10 minutes and then they like clearly had plenty of camps set up they had nickel so it's a pretty short ride back and uh the sea- endless siege of Ash began. They just constantly tore down the door. And when they couldn't get through that. They would rip down a wall. I mean they at one point there must have been like. Three to five holes in Ash. And there was defense at every single one. There was so many blue. There was like. For every AD there was a blue counterpart. Like a hundred percent. It was insane. And uh. I ended up crashing at some point, and that sucked. So I was like, well, I have to go to work. And uh, my girl was playing there, uh, Han Solo Chick, she was playing there too. And she was like, well, I'll try and get you back in. And luckily she did, because she got me back over there right in time for us to get the tick, which was after maybe an hour of defense, like a solid hour of playing. And it was 241k. Still, one of the highest that that's crazy like, I've ever gotten. It, especially from a defense, like wow, that was I quarter like, mil. I feel like that's even like double
2: of what I can even remember. Like the highest that I've seen. That's so awesome.
0: Yeah, like, uh, what yeah, a fight that, that was, must have been. It was. It was just like I, it, multiple times during that fight, I kept just being like wow, like, I can't even, like, understand how crazy this is. This is just the biggest fight ever. And I remember also I put about that on uh, Twitter, and I had someone comment on it that was like, yeah, I was on the AD side of that fight, and, yeah, that was pretty much the most insane fight ever. Was, I really hope you guys got a, like, really fat take from that. And it's like, yeah, don't worry. It was pretty freaking juicy
2: yeah that's crazy i think of like because i've been in those types of fights i think about like movies like crazy like epic battles at like a castle type of movies you know lord of the rings game of thrones whatever yeah and i think about that how it's kind of similar you know you have people in zone chat yelling like Bunch of AD 30 plus on the north wall, and you watch like yeah. a huge group of the defense rotate, and like there's just constant siege noises and people dying, people screaming for camps. Oh,
0: yeah, it is a true. Uh, yeah, it's a whole experience, man. It really puts you in there. They did such a great job with it, and this is something that came out, you know, with base game. This is all just uh. I mean, you never get tired of it. Six years later, it still uh, gets the blood pumping. Yeah. And it was... Uh... No, go ahead. Um. Yeah,
1: on Xbox, like, I think the biggest stick that I've seen was just, like, 50K, you know, 50 to 60K. And we got, I think I got, like, probably four of those, which is pretty good, but, you know, definitely not a 240K defense stick, though.
0: Yeah, that was a that was wild and uh outside of that probably some of my other favorite moments i actually uh, went to i spent a lot of time during mid-year not in pvp because i was trying to set up a new build and i could not get the last lead for the gazes at this it was the worst thing i went through kato shadows like a billion times And I went through it with Graham, and Dogged, and My Girl, and Randoms, and everyone got it except me. And finally, one day, with like three or four days left of mid-year, I finally got it. And oh my gosh, Graham was not kidding when he said that that thing is probably going to get nerfed, because it immediately changed the game. Like, I was already feeling pretty good about the build, which, um, shout out to... uh, uh, I'm not really sure how to pronounce it. It looks like Arzyl. A-R-Z-Y-E-L. Arzyl builds. Um, if you need some uh, concepts or anything, I would say, you know, give him a try. I checked out his PvP macro build. And I think it might be
2: Azrael.
0: Azrael. Okay, there you go. And I am just, I'm loving it. Spinners, Shacklebreaker, Gaze of Sithis with One Piece Baylor's man, it is just so fun. And um it, like he says it's mainly for BGs and I have used it in BGs and it is exceptional. Uh when I was in there in during midyear, there was one stretch where I was like, man, if you win a battleground you get a pretty freaking substantial amount of ap this is almost as good as like some of the stuff in gray if it's slow and i was like but if you lose then it's not that great so i mean it probably balances out and i was like well i'm gonna play five battlegrounds and we'll see how it goes see how many i win and when i won all five in a row it's just like and i was like a prime player in, like, almost all of them, like, up at the top of leaderboards, pushing the team to do stuff, because I just was walking around like a god, like, that, the gaze of this makes you, if you have the right heels and everything, you're really tough to take down, and I'm not saying that I was a, one of those ones that could just, like, boom, turn around, like, burst damage but i will whittle away at you and you better be on your game to keep healing too so um yeah that was another another great time winning five five battlegrounds um finishing the builds, getting the rank up yeah i guess that about covers it it was a uh, cool getting to play just with uh, some guildies and you guys, and that's probably my favorite part of PvP is when you get to go run around with a bunch of people. And that's one thing that like kind of sucks for me is like I would like to get back into some groups and like uh, you know meet some people and make some friends out there, but the way I play PvP at this point, the like addiction i have to scoring ap and the like necessity i have for being everywhere on the map at once it is so non conducive to being in a group especially when they've cut the size of groups down so now if you're in a group you need to be with them and doing what they're doing so uh yeah that's the that's one probably the only downside right now is I'm mainly solo, but it is what it is. And uh, I had a great, great time myself getting to play on PC. That was fun. I think in Greyhost, I'm up to, like, almost the top 100 because I have, like, 3 million AP. But, oh, and that's... Dog was mentioned in the last day. We were, like... It was late, and I was like, man, host is pretty bunk. Dog was like, it's so boring in here. It's dead. There's like nothing happening, and yeah, I was like, all what
1: all what they do is they break the gate and they break the yeah they just break the gates and the bridge. Okay. It's so boring. Yeah,
0: like, they just like <laughs> stare at the other side of the gate, the Reds, and they're just like, "What do we do? It's like, go around, do something? I don't know. Don't Let's just stare at t- each other for the tenth time tonight. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "All right, yeah, I feel you." And I was like, "You know what? We haven't." been in a low population campaign like once pretty much this whole time because we're just enjoying the huge fights and everything so i was like i'm gonna go check uh ash or pit or everglom i don't know which one it was i think it was everglom and boom first one got in there and it had low population buff on which if you are not savvy to pvp it means that you're not only scoring double AP with the buff on from mid-year, but you're also inherently scoring double AP on top of that because your whole faction has a buff on in the campaign. So, four times AP, pretty much. And uh, a resource alone is like 7K, right, dog? Or 6K, something ridiculous? Yes, 6K minimum. Yeah, so depending on uh, what keeps you have uh, across the map, can get you uh, more percentages. Depending on if you go get the war uh, blessing of war, you could get more percentage that way. So, anyways, lots and lots of AP. And we probably got in there pretty late at night and maybe played in there for like six hours till it was about 5 a.m. dog's time, 3 a.m. my time. And we were just like, going like the the scoring was so insane it was impossible to stop it was to the point where we almost scored a million points in that 6 hour span and i was pretty bummed because i was like man i really wanted to make it to the moon ranks and i don't even think i'm going to make it to the one before that at this point So I was like, all right, Greyhost is, you know, looking like a bummer. Don't think I'm going to score another million AP tonight. And then, boom, somehow in that six hours, we pulled it off. And, uh, yeah, that was probably a really good memory for me, too. So lots of great moments.
1: Yeah, it seems that uh, PC has a lot more player base, too. uh, But it seems like uh, their max population is a lot it's at least a little bit higher than xbox because there was a certain point where it's like all right like i'm being chased by like, the entire ep server right now like me and like you know tw- 12 blues and then we are like being pushed back and then we get ganked by like the rest of the ep server i'm like there's just so many of them why
0: are there so many of them? it doesn't make sense but
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah lots of people on pc for sure maybe just the fact that there's more people in general they just have a bigger cap I don't know yeah it definitely felt like there's a lot more players on PC yeah alright well I guess that about wraps it up unless you guys got any last mid-year moments you wanted to toss in there nope that's it for me I'm good all right, for sure, for sure. Well, thank you guys for joining me. Thank all of you for joining us and hanging out, listening to us talk some mid-year. We hope you guys had as much fun as we did, and we would love to hear your guys' memories. Go shout them out to us on Twitter. I had a post about it. Um, No one commented on it. It's okay, though. Okay, you still have time if you want to, or you could hop in our Discord and talk to us there. The Robots Radio Discord, we have a channel. You can tell us all, we could talk about some mid year, and we could go play some PvP together because I, I have the bug, like I need to play more PvP. I have played it every day since mid year, still going hard. So, yeah, dogged. Uh, where can people find us even more places than I just mentioned? Alright, well you can find us on Twitter at Red
1: Diamondcast. You can find us on our Facebook other Red Diamond Courier. You can find us in our ESO or Xbox field of Air's the Red Diamond, which you can join using the Robots Radio Discord found on
0: robotsradio.net. And if you check our show notes, you can find links to all the awesome stuff mentioned earlier. Plus our music producer, the one and only Daniel Nisley. And if you would be oh so kind to take the time out of your day to leave us a review we will take the time out of our episode to shout it the freak out and talk about how awesome you are so we would really appreciate that and it uh really helps substantiate our little show here so speaking of our little show we had a all-star guest today Grammaton dryad thank you so much for hanging out man why don't you let all the people know where they could uh, catch all the cool things you do?
2: Thanks. Uh, I'm happy to have been here. Appreciate the invite. Uh, people can catch me um, if you type Grammaton Dryad anywhere. Um, you'll find me. Um, uh, Twitter, I'm at Grammaton Dryad. Uh, on Twitch, where I stream periodically, I'm Grammaton underscore Dryad. And, uh, yeah, you'll be able to find me in you look
0: all you have to do is look dog what about you all right uh,
1: you can find me on dog bark 24 on xbox twitter and esopc
0: and same for me bob chinsky all over the place it's with the underscore twitter twitch and eso back on xbox just normal bob Chachinsky. so once again thank you guys for hanging out next week we're talking Nightblades, and i mean it gets perfect since now they're getting uh, all this invisibility stuff going on so be excited for that and graham thanks again for hanging out dog thanks for being here and we will see the rest of you next freaking week Yep, see ya adios
1: You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast. Smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net. Hey, Guardians. We are the Destiny Show Podcast, a weekly podcast about all things Destiny 2. We invite amazing guests from the Destiny community to share their stories and discuss the latest topics from the world of Destiny. Check us out on Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, or live on Twitch every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. We will see you, Starside.